Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. If you got your Bibles, let's take them to two passages of Scripture. Daniel chapter 3 and Acts chapter 17. Daniel chapter 3 and Acts chapter 17. It's great to be here this morning. We give honor to Bishop's wife. Amen. Sister Williams, how many of you appreciate her? Appreciate her, and we're in prayer for Bishop as he's out working the ministry over in Atlanta, Georgia, or in Georgia, south of Georgia, I believe. And we'll believe in God to give him a great move of God there today. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Daniel 3 and verse 13. 3 and 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto him, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made, well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace and who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hand look at somebody and say who is that God Acts chapter 17 and verse 22 then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said ye men of Athens I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious for as I passed by and beheld your devotions I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God whom therefore you ignorantly worship him declare I unto you amen look at somebody and say who is that God amen the Lord bless you and you may be seated in the name of the Lord Nebuchadnezzar is forced into rage and Fury at the three Hebrew boys' resistance to his national request to bow down to the golden image he has built. And so he heats the furnace seven times hotter than it should have been reached. With cries of defiance, he declares, Who is the God that is able to deliver you out of my hands? In A.D. 53, Paul was forcing the philosophies of the Epicureans and the Stoics that had exploded into a melting pot of idolatry of any and everything that you could believe they would turn to a God and worship. The Epicureans were disciples of Epicurus from B.C. 342 to 271 B.C. These had abandoned as hopeless to search by reason for pure truth, seeking instead true pleasure and through the experience thereof. The Stoics were disciples of Zeno from B.C. 280 to B.C. 240. They believed the philosophy that based human and self-suffering and stern self-repression and solidarity of race. This was what was going on in Paul's day. Schofield declares that these philosophies divided the apostolic world. 
Paul stirred in his spirit at the city, wholly given to idolatry, sees an altar to the unknown God and declares him, declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth. For in him, somebody shout, for in him, we live and move and have our being. Everybody say, we have our being. So who is that God in the year 2021? Some say God is just an inference, a logical conclusion, but he's not a fact. Others say he's a deduction from evidence, which is considered adequate. He must be, therefore he is. Some say that they've heard about him, but they relegate belief in him to the backs of their minds with all the other odds and ends that make up their total creed. Others say he's just an ideal, another name for goodness, beauty, or truth. Some say he's the creative impulse behind the phenomenon of existence. Some say that he's just matter, but he's not matter for it requires an antecedent cause. And I want to declare to you today that that cause of matter is God. Some say he's just law, but he's not law, for it is but a name for the course which all creation must follow. And I believe that that course must be planned, and that planner is God. Everybody say, the planner is God. Some say he's just your mind. He is not the mind, though, for it is a created thing and must have a creator. And that creator is is God. Somebody say the creator is God. Amen. In viewing the universe, many educators and scientists believe that it is the result of an accidental explosion. The Big Bang Theory, they call it. The galaxy in which our earth presides and spins at a speed of 136 miles per second or 490 miles per hour. The short way across uh, our galaxy at 186 miles per second would take 20,000 years. The long way across the galaxy at 186 miles per second, it would take 100,000 years to cross. There are over 1 billion galaxies like ours with stars as large enough you could put our sun, moon, and all her planets inside of one star. Everybody say, my, my, my. Isaiah 44 and 24 declares, though, I am the Lord that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, and I am God. Somebody say, he is God. So in a society of self-help and humanism and do-it-yourself, I want to declare quickly to you today, there is a God. Somebody say, there is a God. In an age of computers and fax machines and pocket phones and computerized missiles and so on and so forth, I want to declare there is a God. Somebody say there is a God. In a country where sin is being voted in and God is being voted out, tell somebody there is a God. In an age of mysticism and atheism and personal psychics and palm readers and spirit channelers, Tell somebody, there is a God. 
Can I tell you in spite of all the statistics of rape and all kinds of craziness that in the midst of rape and incest and immorality and crazy violence, there is a God. Isaiah 45 and 5 declares, I am the Lord and there is none else beside me. Tell somebody, God is God and there's nobody God but God. Philippians 2 and 9 declares, Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, somebody say at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Tell somebody every knee shall bow. Amen. So what are you saying? God then in the word of God begins to progressively reveal himself by names to us. He revealed him first of all, self to us first of all in Genesis 1, in 1 as Elohim, the God of plurality of might, not plurality of persons, meaning more than one, but plurality of might. Amen. He was Elohim. In scripture they called, Pharaoh is called an Elohim, just a little e. It was not declaring there was more than one Pharaoh at a time uh, in the throne of Egypt but it was trying to declare the multiplicity of glory and power that he had. Then God revealed himself as Jehovah. Amen. And then he began to reveal himself with compounding names, progressively revealing himself. As needs came about, he would reveal another aspect of himself through a name. In Genesis 22 and 13, he revealed himself as Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Then in Exodus 15 and 26, he revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth. In Exodus 17 and 8, he declared, I am Jehovah Nisi. I am the Lord, your banner. Our victory is holy because of the divine one. Judges 6 and 24, he is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. Psalms 23, he is Jehovah Reha, the Lord is my shepherd. Jeremiah 23 and 6, he is Jehovah Titzkanu, the Lord is our righteousness. In Ezekiel 48 and 35, he is revealed as Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is present. What are you saying today, preacher? I'm saying whatever you need God to be, he can be God for you today. He can be somebody's provider today. He can be somebody else's healer today. He can be somebody else's peace in the midst of a storm today. He can be somebody else's shepherd. He can be your righteousness. He is an ever-present help in time of trouble. It doesn't matter how wicked you've been, how many faults you've had, how much sin you have committed, the Lord. Somebody say, the Lord is my righteousness Psalms or Proverbs 30 and 4 declares, What is his name and what is his son's name if thou canst tell? Zechariah 4 and 9 declares, In that day his name shall be one. So up to that present time in scripture, he has been Elohim. He has been Adonai. He has been Jehovah. Now he's been revealed as Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Ra, Jehovah Titzkanu, and Jehovah Shammah. 
But Zechariah declares there's a day coming when he's going to have one name. Tell somebody, one name. Amen. So what are you saying today, preacher? I'm telling you that Jesus is that name of the almighty God. I said Jesus is that name of that almighty God. Tell somebody Jesus is the name of the almighty God. Angel declared in Matthew 1 and 21, thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. It doesn't matter what sin we've committed. It doesn't matter what sin you did last night. If you pray in Jesus' name, he will forgive you. If you are water baptized in the name of Jesus, he will wash your sins away. If you'll worship him in Jesus' name, he will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. In the book of Acts, the Bible says the disciples declared, we preach and teach in Jesus' name. Tell somebody, we preach and teach in Jesus' name. Mark 16 declares that we should cast out devils in Jesus' name. Some believe that we, or we believe that we should pray for the sick in Jesus' name. In Matthew 18 and 20, it declares when we come together that we should gather in Jesus' name. Acts 2 and 38 says when we are baptized for the remission of our sins, we should be water baptized in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. Come on, touch somebody and say, Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. Some of you had not said it yet, church folks. Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to say it again. Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. Why Jesus? Because when you say Jesus, you sent Jehovah Jireh. When you say Jesus, you declared Jehovah Rapha. When you say Jesus, you sent Jehovah Nisi. When you say Jesus, you sent Jehovah Shalom. When you say Jesus, you've declared Jehovah Reha. When you say Jesus, you sent Jehovah Titskanu. When you say Jesus, you sent Jehovah Shama. When you say Jesus, he is present. So in a society of self-help and humanism, I'm telling you today, Jesus is God. In a country where sin is voted in and God is voted out, I want to tell you, Jesus is God. In the midst of atheism and mysticism, Jesus is God. In an age of personal psychics, witches, and tree huggers, Jesus is God. In John 17 and 6, he declares, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me. What are you declaring, preacher? I want to tell you, Jesus is God. Come on, stand with me. 
I'm cutting a bunch off of it. We've been a little long today. Look at somebody and say, Jesus is God. Come on, tell somebody, Jesus is God. Matthew, they called Jesus a preacher and a teacher. In Mark, he was a cleanser and a healer. In Luke, he feeds the hungry and shelters the homeless. In John, he's a miracle worker and he calms the raging seas. As a doctor, the Bible declares in Matthew 9 him to be a hematologist. Mark 5, we see him as an oncologist. Luke 17, we see him as a dermatologist. In John chapter 8, we see him as an ophthalmologist. In Matthew 9, we see Jesus as a podiatrist. In Mark 13, we see him as a speech therapist. In Luke 7, we see him as an ear, nose, and a throat man. In John 14, he's a social worker. Tell somebody he's a social worker. What are you declaring, Reverend? I'm preaching to you that God is louder than sound. He's swifter than speed. He's older than age. He's Jesus to save. He's Lord to govern. And he is Jesus the soon coming king. The prophets said he is God with us. The angels declared he's that holy thing. Another angel told Joseph, name him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now we've worshiped and we've praised and we've sang and the power of God is here. I want you to take your neighbor by the hand. Take your neighbor by the hand if you will. And I want you to lift your hands and begin to pray for your neighbor like you wish they would pray for you. Come on, pray for them right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, I pray for my friend. They may be struggling now with depression and oppression, but I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. Let them feel your spirit, your presence. Let them feel real joy. Let them feel the peace of you in your spirit as it hovers upon them now. God, it doesn't matter if they're sick. They have a disease in their body. We know we can pray in your name and that disease can be healed. It can be removed from their body in the name of Jesus. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. It doesn't matter if they face a financial difficulty today. God, you can supply the needs according to your riches and glory. It doesn't matter, God, what problem they have. If they're full of anger, we know you can move the anger out and give them peace. We know you can give them peace as easy as they hear the mention of your name. Now I squeeze that hand I'm holding and I pray fervently for him now in the name of Jesus. Would you touch my brother, my sister, my friend, my neighbor? Would you touch them with your spirit now? In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody pray it. We take dominion over every drug addiction in the name of Jesus. Every habit we pray in the name of Jesus. And we bind it in the name of Jesus. We bind the sense of failure in the name of Jesus. 
We bind the spirit of suicide in the name of Jesus. We loose the spirit of our God upon them now. We loose your forgiveness upon them as they ask for it. We loose your presence upon them as they reach for you, Lord. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would fill them with the Holy Ghost. Come on, pray with them. God, I ask you to fill the neighbor with the Holy Ghost. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would fill them as we all come to the altar and we lift our hands and worship you. We pray, God, that you would fill them with the Holy Ghost. Fill them afresh. Fill them brand new. If they've never had it, give them your spirit today. Evidence by speaking with other tongues. We pray in your matchless holy name. In the name of Jesus. As they begin to sing, I'm going to ask everybody that would to come to the altar now. Would you bring your neighbor with you? Say, come on with me down to the altar. Let's go pray. Let's reach for the Lord now. Come on, let's go reach for him. God will fill you with the Holy Ghost if you've never had it. Lift your hands unto the Lord. Lift your hands to the Lord. Come on. Come on to the altar and praise him. Come on, that's it. Praise him. Come on, that's it. Lift your hands and praise him. I love you, Jesus. Come on, I've made a mess of my life. I need you, Lord. I need you, Jesus. Come on, tell him I need you. I need you, Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. That's it, come on. In the name of Jesus, I love you, Lord. Come on, lift your hands and love it. Lift your hands and love it. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Come on, receive the Holy Ghost. the Holy Ghost. Come on, praise Him. Somebody praise Him.
Come on, receive the Holy Ghost. 